Okay, let's get into the next parak of Divrei Hayamim Aleph, Parak Ches. We have to Parak Ches, uh, and we get into Binyamin. So we had some Binyamin last uh, parak, and we mentioned that according to the Malbim, that wasn't the Shevet Binyamin. It must have been a different Binyamin. Others say no, it was Binyamin, but now we have a different version of Binyamin, and again, the names are, are somewhat overlapping, somewhat uh, di- uh, different. <laughs> again, the, compared to the list in the Torah, it's also uh, different. Remember the, the list of Mupim and Chupim and all the names that uh, Rashi quotes Allah Torah that were connected to Yosef somehow. Um, but uh, here we have, <coughs> again, a couple of uh, overlaps, but not uh, total. But why is this parak here? Uh, this parak, after having all the Shvatim, leads us to Shaul HaMelech. To Shaul HaMelech, towards the end of the parak, we get to Shaul, who was, of course, the first Melech uh, in, uh, in Am Yisrael, before we get to the point, as we mentioned back in the first uh, Pasuk, in the first Rashi in the Sefer, to find the pearl, and that's David HaMelech. So part of the history of David HaMelech is, uh, is Shaul. So that's why Shaul is listed here. But again, mentioned uh, only very short in in uh, in this uh, Sefer. Just two notes about Shaul HaMelech, just as, again as background, uh, and that is Shaul HaMelech, we know the king was, was king for about two years, and then his son was king a little bit. His son, Yehonah's son, uh, was very close with uh, David HaMelech, as we'll talk about the love of Ava She'ena Tulia Bedavar, um, which made it even more ironic that Yonasan was very good friends with David. Okay, so let's see some of the uh, the background. But uh, again, before we get into the parak, just talk a little bit about uh, Malchus uh, Shaul uh, as compared. So we know Shalom Melech did uh, was not perfect, and David Melech was not perfect. And the Befarshim already note that David Melech did not lose the Malchus for his Averis, while Shaul HaMelech lost the Malchus. And the question is, why is that? What's the difference? They both sinned. Why was Shaul, uh, it was taken away from him, as the Pesukim say by, uh, by Amalek, while David was Zochet to keep the Malchus. So, various answers given. The Sefer HaIkarim in uh, Maima Ravi, Perach Havar, Yosef Albo, um, says uh, an underused safer, I think, in the uh, in the Jewish world today. It's such an unbelievable, uh, e- easy to read. Again, certain prakim are very deep, but uh, there's so much there that is uh, should be understandable to all of us. So the Sefer Karim in Maimar Ravi and Berach Avav, he says, "Ulam lama nena shol shetusar amalchus mimenu mibrechetov lo nena shona shacher k'moshin nena David alinya bacheva v'lohusar amalchus mimenu." Whatever the sin was with bacheva, it was something. So David didn't lose the malchus. Hatam bazelafi daiti shedavid lo. It was a personal sin. It was a personal sin. Okay. But Shaul, Shaul had a sin that had to do with being a Melech. What do you mean? Because if you look at the Psukim, and others point this out, that Shaul HaMelech, by the two main sins, Amalek, and not waiting for Shmuel Anavi to uh, to offer up the carbon, right? In uh, Sefer Shmuel Aleph in Parak Tesvav, Shaul Amalek, why didn't he wait? Why didn't he kill out Amalek? Because of the Am. The first thing Shmuel says, what's going on with these animals? Shaul says, Me'amalek havi'um, asher chamal ha'am ametavatzon. Shaul was very interested in what the Am, what the Am was uh, thinking. And Shmuel says, what are you doing? You have to rule over the Am. Hashem made you the king. So Shaul says, The Am took the spoils. Shmuel says, you have to rule over the Am. Shaul did not rule over the Am. He was influenced by the Am. And you have that also earlier in Perak Yud Gimel and Sefer Shmuel. Why didn't he wait for Shmuel Hanavi? 
to offer up the Karbanos. The Pazik says he was waiting for a week. Vayafetz ha'am me'alav. So he didn't want, the Am was leaving all. So Shaul gave the Karbanos. Then Shmuel walks in and says, why don't you wait for me? He says, everybody was leaving. You, you have to follow the halacha. To follow the halacha. David, and, and, and therefore, David HaMelech had sins. Yes. But they were personal sins. They were personal sins. And this is even alluded to by the, in the Medrash, in the Psukim in uh, Shmuel Beis in Perak Vav, when David HaMelech brings the Aaron back to Yerushalayim, one of the highlights of his life, he brought Karbonos every step of the way, every six steps. David was being Macharki, he was dancing with all his might. And David brings the, the Aaron up, and the Pasuk says, Umichal Bas Shaul, emphasizing Bas Shaul, as if we don't know who his wife was. She looked out the window. She saw David dancing like crazy. She was disgusted in her heart. And finally, after the long day, David comes home. He's happy. He collapses on the couch. He says, honey, what a day. And Michal says, wow, what a day. Sarcasm. All the servants in the, in the land and the maidservants saw all of your arms. David says to Michal, my father, your father is not the king anymore. It's me. Hashem chose me. What's the, what's the, uh, Hemshech of the Pesukim? What's the conversation? So the Medrash in the Yalkut says there, yes, I do what I know HaKadosh Baruch would want me to do. And therefore, that's part of the reason why they both had sins, but Shaul's sins had to do with being a Melech, and that's why he lost the Malchus. Number one. Number two, um, the Ramban. The Ramban in Parshas Vayechi discusses Shaul, but in the larger frame of mind, remember the Ramban, the Ramban talks about on Lo Yasser Shevim Yehuda, that he takes that as a losase. He says, one is not allowed to be the king unless you are from Shevet Yehuda. Shelo Yasser Shevim Yehuda El Echad Me'echav. Ki Machos Yisrael HaMoshel Aleihem, Mimenu Yehiyah. Only from him. Velo Yimshol Echad Me'echav Alav. No one else. V'chein Lo Yasser Mechogim Yehim Ragle V'chulu. And therefore, says the Ramban, again, much talked about Hanukkah time, the Hashmonam ruled in sin. They were amazing. They they uh, had a nitzachon in the in the in the Hanukkah story, but they were all caught him. They should have stepped aside and then let Malchus based David take over. Other Mafarshim and Rishonim say there was nobody else. But the Ramban says they, they were living in sin, and that's why the Ramban says it didn't last. It didn't last eventually, says the uh the Ramban. There's a tinge of, of, of sadness, of sin, in the story of Hanukkah. But that same Ramban says, Shaul didn't violate, because that concept of only starts once Malchus based David starts. But here, not. Here, not. Hashem didn't want to give the king yet. But they asked for a king, so Hashem said. Hashem didn't want to start the real Malchus yet. So he gave a stopgap measure. He gave a Malchus Sha'a. And therefore, uh, he, wa- he didn't violate what was, uh, what was wrong with asking for a king. That's a separate cheer. But this is all a little bit about uh, Sha'al HaMelech. So we get back to our Psukim now. So Binyamin. Binyamin hold it as Bela. Again, we're not going to read all the Psukim. Bechoro, Binyamin had Bela, Ashbel, Achrach, Nocha, Rafa, all of these, again, different names than we had uh, in, the, in the Torah. 
uh, some of his grandchildren, talks about some people divorcing their wives and marrying them again, after he sent them away, was one of his wives, and uh, there's a chushim here, as we know there was a chushim in Dun, uh, so we had a number of uh, children and grandchildren. Later on in Pasuk Chaf Zayin, Va'areshia ve'eliyah ve'zichri b'nei Yerocham. Eliyah. There is a Medrash. The Medrash in Bresha's Rabbah, Ayin Aleph Tes, identifies this Eliyah with Eliyahu. Sometimes Eliyahu is spelled without a vav. Eliyah, Eliyahu. Says the Medrash, there's a machlokas tanoim. Which Shevet was Eliyahu from? One opinion says, Rebeliezer Omer, Mishal ben Yamin. Why? This Pasik. Eliyah is Eliyahu. Rebbe Nehorai Omer, Mishal Gada. Yeah, no, he's from God. Because a Pasik in Malachim Aleph, Ayim Eliyahu Atishbi, Mitoshav Egilad. So, the Medr says, what does each one do with the other one's Pasuk? Ma Makayim Rebelazar Krad Reb Nehorai. What does Rebelazar, who says he's from Binyamin, do with Reb Nehorai's Pasuk? It's somehow alluding to the members of the Sanhedrin, not the Shevet God. What does Reb Nehorai do with the Pasuk of Reb Meaning our Pasuk right here, he darshins it. You see the three, what do we have, the words? Va'areshia ve'eliyahu ve'zichri b'nei Yerocham. So the Medrash Darshans. B'sha'a sh'ahaya kardash baruch hu ma'arish olamo when Hashem is shaking up the world to destroy Am Yisrael. Haya mazgir z'chusavos. He remembers z'chusavos. That's the word zichri. So the first word, rash, when he wants to be ma'arish, when he wants to destroy the world, he zichri. He mentions, he mentions z'chusavos. And then b'nei Yerocham. Ha'kardash baruch hu m'spali rachamim al-olamo. Hashem has Rachamim. So you start off with Ra'ash and you get to, to Rachamim and that goes through Zichri by mentioning by mentioning the Schosavos. That's what he does with that Pasuk. But it's a Machlokas Tanaim. Which Shevet was Eliyahu from based on this Pasuk? Ela Rashi Avoso told Osam Rashim. These were significant heads of the families. Chavtas Ela Yashvu be Yerushalayim. And they sat in Yerushalayim. Ah, oh, Yerushalayim. Why Yerushalayim? Because the Gemara tells us that Yerushalayim was split into two Shvatim. Yerushalayim was Yehuda and Binyamin, as we know. And the the Gvul went right through, right through the uh, the uh, the the um, Azara. And that's why the Mizbeach, as we know, the Mizbeach had to be all in Binyamin. And that's why the south side and the east side of the Mizbeach did not have a yesod, did not have a base. It had a yesod across the whole north, the whole west, and a little bit on the south, and a little bit sticking out on the uh, on the northeast corner. But it didn't have it. Why? Because it all had to be in the Shevet, in the Shevet of uh, Binyamin. L'fisha lo haisa, gemarin zvachim nun gimel. L'fisha lo haisa bechelko shel toref. And that's why it didn't have a keren mizrachis deromis. I'm Rabbi Levi. Binyamin wanted that extra piece. He wanted the whole Mizbeach. Because he wanted it so much, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave it to him. The, the Marsha on the Gemara says, why was it so important to have this line? The Mizbeach had to be totally in Binyamin and not in Yehuda. So we might call it the separation of church and state. The religious leaders and the political leaders. Yudah was political leaders. He doesn't get the Mizbech. He doesn't get the Kodesh Kedashim. There's a separation, says the Marsha. There's only one page and a half of Marsha on Zvachim. Not too many Agadites. At least the Marsha in Chudush Yagados. Ha'ayinu lishkas Agadites shebechalgosh Yehuda. Shebechalgosh shebinyamin. Ha'ayinu heichal shoyesham. U'lefi atam de keser kahuna l'chud ve keser malchus l'chud. 
Velochein hamikdashu keser kahuna lohaya bechelik Yehuda asher lo hamalucha. Avolishkas hagazis shesham hamishpat haya bechelka, but the lishkas hagazis, which was law, law has to do with malchus. Melech b'mishpat yam ben aretz. V'zeir shamar shalohaya osa ama shein lo yisod bechelka shal toref shu binyamin vechulu. That's why it had to be separated. If you look in the Maharal. The Maral in his Chidushi Agados, there in Zvachim, has, a, has a, again a deeper idea. We'll just mention some of it. He says Binyamin was the last Shevet and Yehuda was the first Shevet. Even though Yehuda is not the Bechor, we spoke about that a couple of Prakim ago, but Avad Ruben Hoi Bechor, Mikomakum Ksiv Yehuda Yala Batora. Betchila. Right at the beginning of Shoftim, who goes first? Yehuda Yala. Vahu Rosh Bechol Makom. Lefichach Nechshav Yehuda Rishon. Vahaya Degel Yehuda. B'mizrach. Yehuda's Dega was first, Binyamin's was in the west, it was last. And even though Dan is the Ma'asef, still, it was known as the Degel of Binyamin. Umipnei, you got to put the beginning and the end together. Umipnei ki ha'aschala v'hatachlis yeshlehem ha'mayla kasher yadua. The first and the last. Ki ha'aschala yeshlo chashivas b'fnei atzmo. V'hatachlis yeshlo chashivas b'fnei atzmo. And the mischaber yachad in the Beis HaMikdash in Yerushalayim. So we see here in our parak that Samashe Binyamin were in Yerushalayim, as we know, at this uh, at this time. Rav Shechter also talks about this in his Sefer Big Ve'atzon. He talks about the relationship between Yehuda and Binyamin, and he notes that Yerushalayim was a both religious center and a capital city. Halachically, and therefore they both had to be there. Yerushalayim tarti yisnehuba. Sheishba mikzas mikdushas mikdash, as we've Mentioned in other shiurim, you, the, the kedusha of the base of mikdash expands. Yerushalayim is as kedusha's mikdash in a certain more diluted sense. It might even spread out further. It's also the capital city. That's the Big Vyatzon in Simon Lamid Gimel. So that's Yerushalayim. So we continue now. Skipping down to Begivon Yashu, Avi Givon, Macha, Pasik, Lamid Gimel. Vener. Then there was somebody in Binyamin called Ner, but Ner Holid is Kish. Ner had Kish. The Kish Holid as Shaul. And Kish had Shaul. So the Yerushalmi, Yerushalmi in Shvius, Chafhema Beis, in the new Yerushalmi editions of those Ahadar, quotes a Chazal, but the Radak quotes it. You can just look here. The Radak quotes it that really, if you look back in Sefer Shmuel, his, uh, Shaul's grandfather's name was Aviel. Kish was the son of Aviel. So his real name was Aviel. Why did they call him Ner? Because he lit up the uh, public alleyways in order for people not to uh, get hurt. He was Osik He lit up the lights, and that's why Shaul was Zoche to Malchus. That's the language of the Yerushalmi. So they say that he was, that's why he was Zoche. He didn't have any Midos uh, uh, himself, and Zoche himself. They say uh, together. Maybe that was the reason that he was the most Zoche in Shevet Binyamin at the time, without Chet. But how, why was Binyamin chosen? So Ner, Ner was one of the uh, ones that was Mizakahim. So again, Shoal Amelach is the son of Kish, the son of Ner. Also, as we know, in uh, Mordechai, later on, Mordechai HaYehudi, Ben Kish, right? Kish is in there uh, too. The Shoal Holid is Yonah's son. And Shoal had Yehonah's son, Vismalkishua. That some say that is um, one of his sons, Vizanavinadav Esh Ba'el. That's Ishboshes, possibly. So Yehonah's son was the son. So we know Yehonah's son and David had a very special relationship. That's the example given in Perkiavos in the fifth parak. Kol Avashi Tsuya any love that's dependent on something, once the 
thing that it's dependent on is batel, then the love is batel. And that's the example of Amnon and Tamar. Once he fulfilled his desire, his lust, there was no more, there was no more love. If it's not totally in anything, it's forever, and that's David And you think about it, Yonasan should have hated David. He was the, Yonasan was next in line to be the Melech. And yet, he loved him. And this was Ava Sheinetzliyabadavar. Right? When it's simply because the other person exists. We mentioned another Shir and the words of the Malbim in Parshas Vayetze, where the Pasuk says in Perachavtes and Vayetze that Yaakov Avinu loved Rachel. Uh, and she, he worked for her. And the days went very quickly. He loved her. So ask the Malbim. He, they went very quickly. Usually when you love something, the days go slower. Why did it go quickly? The Malbim says, because there's really different types of love. When I love pizza, and I can't have pizza for a long time, so every day seems like a year, because it's, I, I, I really love myself, and pizza makes me feel good. But if I love the other item, if I love it, not avas atzmo, but avas hadavar, so then says the Malbim, I just get so excited about the fact that I'm going to be together with this item or person, that it just goes quickly. And that's what it means, osa. Because he loved her. And that is an amazing uh, type of love. That's David and Yehonasan. And Yehonasan is described here. As the uh, as the son, and, and again, David even mourns Shaul at the end when they were both killed. The Ben Yonasan Meriv Baal Umeriv Baal Holdes Micha, and we continue with the uh, the uh, the Pesukim towards the end of the Perak Pasuk Lamed Ches Ula Atzel Shishabanim Atzel had six sons. If you're looking at the Gemara in Pesachim and Daf Samach Beis, the Gemara says that there was a sefer of Midrashim on Divrei Hayamim that was lost. They had it in the days of Rabbi Yochanan, and then it was lost. It was lost. The Gemara says, "Amar Ami Barav Yehuda, Amar Rebbe, Miyom She Nignaz Sefer Yuchsin." Nignaz Rashi here says Nishtakach. When from the time that Sefer Yuchsin was forgotten, Tashash Kochan Shachachamim, the Kochah the Rabbanan have become weaker. Vekamarinim, and we don't have light. I mean, we have so many Pesukim here. We don't know who these people are, whether they're real names, whether they're just names to teach us something. Amar Marzutra, Marzutra says, "Bein Atzel La Atzel Tino Dalan Meagamli Drasha." Between Atzel and Atzel, what's between Atzel and Atzel? Atzel, one Atzel is in our parak right here, Pasuk Lamed Ches, and there's an Atzel at the end of the next parak. So between these Atzels, there were 400 cartloads of uh, wagon loads, of, uh, of camel loads of drushes. We need a ton of drushes that we don't have. We don't have this so much of Divya Yavim that we don't understand, that we don't know the significance, but that's, uh, this, this is the Pasuk that uh, Chazal pick up on, that uh, alludes to the amount of Joshua. So Atzel, Atzel had six sons, Ve'lashmosa, Mazrikam, Bochro, Yishmael, Sha'arya, Ovadia, Chanan, Kol'ele, B'nai, Atzel. These were all uh, names of uh, Atzel. Um, also a name that's pretty unusual, but uh, I connected with it. A Pazak Lamed, hey, there's somebody called Melech. A name Melech. Usually the name Melech or, uh, is Avi Melech or Eli Melech. My Hebrew name happens to be Melech Shalom. I'm named after two women. Melech for Malka and Shalom for Shalamis. But Melech is not such a common name. But there it is. In Pazak Lamedei, there was a Melech in Sheva Binyamin. The parak ends off saying, They were all Gibor Echayel, They were army, uh, strong men. They had many children. Kol Elam Binyamin. 
These are all Mibnei Binyamin. Binyamin, we know Chazal already tell us that he had a lot of children, many children. Many children. So what's the, what's, why was he Zohar to many children? So I saw in the Yam Simcha, he says possibly, well, when the, when the Chazal talk about many children? By Yaktan. Remember Yaktan? Yaktan is a back in Parshas Noach. Noach, Yaktan had 13 sons. And Rashi quotes there from the word Yaktan. That's why he was Zohar to have so many families. So you see, Anava brings to Ribui Banim. So maybe that's why also Binyamin. Binyamin was known as an Anav. Remember we quoted uh, recently that he was in his 30s when the whole story happened with the Shvatim. He didn't say a word. His power was Yesh uh, Peh. He had a mouth, but he kept quiet. He was, he was uh, yeah, there's Mida. And that's why we just read the Gemara that he's called Binyamin at Sadik. we read before, because Sidkus has to do with uh, who's close to Hashem. Hashem doesn't like to be in the proximity of Bali Gaiva. So Anivus is definitely something that uh, Kaddish Baruch Hu connects to. And this takes us through Parakhes of Sefer Divra Hayamim Aleph, where we have the lineage of Binyamin going into the uh, Shol HaMelech and a little bit after Shol HaMelech himself. Okay, we'll stop here.